When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. From Headstuff Studios in Dublin, welcome to Mother Folklore, a podcast about words, Irish, Irish words and words from Ireland. I am Tara Cochet. And I'm Patter Kovonik. How are you, Patter? I'm great. Here we are. Two men doing a podcast, solving all the problems of the world. Nobody's ever thought of this before, the idea of getting two lads of beards and having to make a podcast where they talk about things. It's never been done before. Literally so never been done before. Bear with us. <laughs> I, think, I think at this stage, oh dude, we should start a podcast mm. is the 21st century equivalent of, oh dude, we should start a band. <laughs> it's just yeah. something, you know, we uh, men approaching middle age say to each other. <laughs> it's a great it's a great thing. You don't even need to learn how to play the guitar. And you certainly, <laughs> and you certainly don't need to have to tune it over and over again. Yeah, it's like, imagine being in a band, but like not having any discernible talent at all. You too can be a podcaster. <laughs> you too can be a podcaster. Is that what you're saying? Well, you too could be podcasters. Are you, are, are you alluding to the fact that um, a certain North Dublin rock band? Are they North Dublin anymore? Can you be North Dublin when you live on Colony Hill? This is what I'm wondering because... Docky, t- what was it? Is, what's the name of the terrace he lives on? Is six million euro gaff? It's six nice million pound gaff. He earned that money. And he paid, <laughs> he paid the correct amount of tax on it. In the Netherlands. <laughs> I, I was wondering this recently because, obviously, I, I was born on the south side, but I've moved to the north side. And I will never, I don't believe that people ever consider me to be a north sider. I don't well, expect it. Don't, don't you live in Swords? Yes. So you're a Colchie? Ah, no. <laughs> ah, de- no. You're definitely not a townie. Are, 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 you using, are you using the old canal lines or are you using the motorway lines? Neither. I'm using the old, the, the simplest way to tell if you're from County Dublin and you want to know if you're a culture or a townie mm-hmm. is did your pubs in your village ever have to close for holy hour? Holy hour was this law that was passed in Dublin where pubs had to close for, I think it was either two or three hours on a Sunday afternoon. So the staff could go to mass. Exactly. Uh, or other reasons because drinking was inherently sinful. Now, mm-hmm. what that usually ended up was, you know, the doors were just locked and nobody else was allowed in. So you ended up having a mid-afternoon lock-in in pubs. But if you were outside a certain radius of the city centre, your pubs didn't have to because they counted as country town or country village um, hostelries. So oh. Clondalkin, Tala, Leopardstown, and I'm almost certain Swords never had the holy hour. Because so tr- because you're tra- a culture, I'm a culture. It's just the way things are. Is this because travelling salesmen had to stop for a bite to eat from their travels? No, that's how they got the late licences. The, when they were known as, as coach houses, that's how that's how the original late licences were there. There were early houses in the city centre mm-hmm. uh, for stevedores and dockers and fruit merchants and all sorts of people who'd be working right through the night. And then, uh, yeah, outside of that, there, there were hostelries dotted around the county where if they were called bona fides or bona fides, 
and if you could prove that you were a traveller, there wasn't a lot of proof requested usually, mm-hmm. then places in, like, for example, my own local, the Black Lion in Clondalkin, um, that was a that was a bona fide. Uh, so was uh, the Mullingar House in Chapel Izzard. All these places on the approach roads. Mm-hmm. If you were, you know, close enough to Dublin, but not too close. Uh, what it meant is in the, in the 40s and 50s is you ended up with a lot of people being turfed out of pubs in town and finding their way out to bona fides and pretending that they were travelling back into <laughs> Dublin so that they could stay there and drink into the small hours. You have to be fairly hard up for a drink to be going all, all Yeah, that either that or just be Brendan Bean. Like, yes. <laughs> ah, Brendan Bean. Is Come, coming in a future episode of Motherfucker. <laughs> we, we actually are going to do, <clears throat> when I get the right people involved, I am going to do an episode on the, the very slight but significant differences in translation between the hostage and Nagila. Oh, that's excellent. That's because brilliant. You know, I loved the, loved the Flan O'Brien episode a couple of weeks ago. That was, that was fantastic. It was great. I think like, some of the greatest writers in the English language from Ireland had a strange affinity and relationship with the Irish language. Some of them were native speakers, some of them were fluent. Like mm. native speakers like Brian O'Nolan or Brian O'Nolan or, or Flan O'Brien or Miles O'Gopalane and fluent speakers uh, like Brandon O'Bachan or, mm. or Brendan Bean. Uh, and his brother Dominic is equally fascinating, the songwriter who gave us the old triangle and come out your black and tans and many other R-rated classics. Yeah, the uh, obviously the L triangle definitely deserves the L triangle deserves a lot of attention in that. I suppose some people are wondering whether it actually was intended as a sad song or a joke song, and that debate rocks through still now. It was in the was it in the Queer Fellow? Was it? Uh, I think originally it was because it, it, was it was written by Dominic for Brendan's play. I think it was the Queer Fellow, the mm. one where they're all awaiting the arrival of the Hangman from England. Yeah, superb. I on on the anniversary of Brendan Bean's death a couple of years ago, I heard it on RT Radio One. They did the original radio play of the Queer Fellow, and it is it holds up. It's amazing. It's just beautifully written. One of the things that really you know peeves me off is uh, when playwrights and writers can't do dialogue well. Yes. And being just had such a gift for, you know, sounding like what people actually sound like. It was really, really good. And yeah, the, the L Triangle was in there, but obviously done to a slightly different air. He made it a bit more body, a bit more upbeat, a bit more vaudeville almost. Mm-hmm. But that was just, I think that was just Bean's style. If you listen back, there's a brilliant album of his on YouTube. You can listen to it. It's Brendan Bean. Half the time he's talking, um, uh, you know, almost, definitely inebriated talking about the origins of these songs and where he learned them and then he's mm-hmm. singing and you know he's a a real a real rake and a, a and a roustabout a real we we would have called them characters at the time yes well, now, we, now we call them dangerous individuals to know. <laughs> the uh, there's definitely a thesis to be written on song lyrics that came from novels or plays specifically a pint of plane is the only man and then the l triangle and i believe there's several others too but that's another day's topic. You <laughs> yeah, know? This is just a teaser episode, isn't it? You, <laughs> if you, you could even count them. Could we count them? You could count them. <laughs> how many do you reckon there are? Could we count them on one hand? On two hands? It depends on how many fingers you have. Do I have to take off my socks? Or do you have polydactylous um, tendencies? I'm going to go with no. <laughs> okay, fair enough. But yeah, I'm not even sure if that's the correct word. But, I, have, but, I have pterodactylous tendencies. I like flying dinosaurs. Well, everyone likes flying dinosaurs. I mean, <laughs> in fairness now, they are pretty impressive. What's your favorite flying dinosaur? Well, it's not pterodactylous. I know lots, lots of mainstream people are reading uh, pterodactylus. You're, you're an Archaeopteryx fan. <laughs> Very much, yeah. I'm, oh, I'm a Quetzalcoatlus. <laughs> Quetzalcoatlus, the biggest flying dinosaur. Anyway, I don't know how we got into dinosaurs because it's our referendum day episode. It is, and we're going to talk about the Count. We are. The Count. Ah, 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 ah. So... Big thing is obviously today. Yes, there's going to be a lot of counting going on tomorrow. Obviously, today is 
you might we're dropping this episode on Friday the 25th yep. it is election day in so Ireland get out and vote if you haven't done already please do it's too late for us to tell you to register but for for the for the love of everything just do go out and vote if you are an adult if you are of age and you are you're old enough to vote you're old enough to like, be persuaded by logic and to like, accept all the, the terms of these things it's been a very hard few weeks for a lot of people but now is the time to go vote yeah. and do, you, you, do you have to do you have to be neutral I don't because um, I don't vote yes. I I mean I've I've I think people who've um who've been following the podcast for a while and who've maybe and who've read my <laughs> stuff will they'll know. Kind of know. <laughs> I think most they followed will, you on Twitter. Yeah. They'll know what side of the fence you've come down but on. But yeah, but the main thing is it's we are. I mean, just to all say is that yes, it's if you are listening to this after Friday and maybe you know the results and we don't, we hope that um that we, we hope we, it's we, a we good hope, result we hope that we're talking to in and it's entering happy times and when when the satisfactory result has been had and that you are happy and if for any reason you're not or you, the, the result is such shocking sad just know that you're you're not alone and the fight will go on but and if you are able to contact us from the future yes um let us know the lottery numbers that's not a lot of numbers, and also uh, we all want to know the uh, we all want to know the the the, the split in uh, one or two particular counties. The bookies have um, are giving me very good odds on. Yes. Yeah. So counting. Counting. Okay. So counting is funny in, in Irish, and not so much that's funny in Irish is that it is that there's um. It's different. In it's Irish. different in Irish yeah. in that we have a different concept of how the numbers work, and we'll start off with the the basics. We all know. Ain't no tree. Ain't no tree, dodo tree, tree do tree. Yes, this is the one, two, three, the basic step of Irish dancing, the ain't no tree, um, which is drilled into uh, Irish kids of a certain age if they do any sort of a dancing class, because it's the basic step and you won't do anything. You won't be able to do your slides or your or your your, your polkas or your hornpipes or anything without an ain't no tree. So, ain't no tree, caracuig, seisacht, ocht ni, de, and then... From then on, you go to hain deg, doe egg, tree deg. Basically, instead of doing 11, 12, 13, we basically do 1 teen, 2 teen, 3 teen, 4 teen. Yeah. It's much easier that way. My dad used to say um, that you're an Irish teenager when you're 11. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, again, the digital age of consent uh, is going to be set, I believe, at uh, 16 after amendments by several opposition parties. Uh, and, you know, most of the children's organizations were aiming for. 13, but yeah, mm. true, Oscar you are a Dagor when you hit Ain Dag or 11. And then after that, you get to Fehe, 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 20, 21, 22, 23. Trucker is 30, Trucker Hain, Trucker Doe, and so on and so forth. It's actually quite simple. Once you master the 1 to 10, yeah. you're kind of sorted, you know? You're in gravy. You're in gravy, yeah, 100%. Until you get to 100. And then it's Kaid. And you know what else? Because Kaid can also mean. Okay, it can mean century. It could mean first. It could mean first. Yeah, I haven't even got to that bit yet. That's <laughs> you're you're good, skipping way way into the future here now. Okay. We're, we're, <laughs> yes, you go into the advanced level early. Kaid, yeah, means a mm. hundred, yes. or it means um, or it means a century. Kaid, mm. short for Kaid Blaine. And yet it also means first, because, yeah, I did say that counting was simple. Yes. But indicating what that counting is for is needlessly complex. And this is where the fun starts. This is where the fun starts. And obviously, we do have one, two, three in English and first, second, third, and those sorts of things. So it's not 
it's not completely wacky. No. In that sense, like we will get to first, second, third and those sorts of things. But. Yeah. And this is the thing, right? This is this is complex when you're learning a language. It absolutely is complex when you're learning a language. Yeah. But if you're learning English, coming from a foreign language and learning English as as a second or as a subsequent language, it's so confusing. It's pointless. Why isn't it the one, the tooth, the threeth and the fourth? Yeah. Why is it the first, the second, the third and the fourth? If you were building a language from scratch, you'd almost certainly insist on some Did, sort of provision this like, it, this. like This is why I really, really, really don't like it when people say, oh, Irish is so complex. Mm-hmm. If Irish is complex, then why is the plural of child in English not childs? That would make perfect sense. One child, two childs. Not two children. That's mm. crazy. Poshta, poshti. That makes sense. It follows a pattern. It's logical. English doesn't follow very many patterns. So... Bear with us. Irish, once you crack what the formula is, it's actually easy mm. enough to deal with. So, yeah, you have the first place on Chéad Oit. Chéad, first. Second, Dara. Not Darach. Not Darach. Because you don't finish second in anyone's books. Hell no. <laughs> Nobody puts Darach O'Shea in a corner. Uh, <laughs> Rika Salah again. <laughs> um, let's, let's, let's stay glan. Let's stay glan. Uh, yeah, on Triu Oit, on Cahu Oit, on Cuigu Oit, after that it becomes much, much simpler. You know, Cuigu, Sheu, Shaktu, Uchtu, Neu, Dehu, Tenth. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, it's, it's quite easy. But yeah, it's tricky. Cheid, Dara, those are, those are just the tricky ones. Same way when we're counting people. This is where it becomes okay. quite complex because you don't say um, dinner. You no. don't. You say dinner, dinner, person. You don't say raw dinner. No. No, you say Bert dinner. Bert dinner. And then, well, I mean, to be honest with you, you can actually just say Bert because it's implicit that you're saying that you're yeah. talking about people because this is only reserved for, for people. It's not for cars. It's not for houses. It's not for any kind of thing. And it's not even for animals. We were, yeah, we were discussing this. Would you say, you know, ga chimpanzee or... Ga chimpanzee. Or not birch chimpanzee, no? No, you wouldn't say birch chimpanzee. No, yeah. no, until they get the vote. Birch <laughs> <laughs> yeah. chimpanzee. Um, and and it's Bert chimpanzee because of the dentals rule. Although, oh, yeah. or no, you well, it would be, but you'd never say Bert anyway. Yeah. So ha chimpanzee. Mm. Uh, yeah, it's but it's Bert. Bert mm. means it's not Ernie and Bert. It's it's well, Ernie and Bert would be Bert, two people. Oh yeah. Yeah, and then it's Truer, Kahr, Kuiger, Shesher, Shachter, Uchter, Niner, Denur. And they're and, not uh, they're not wildly different from their source numbers. No, they're not. And again, once you get past the tricky one and two, it actually becomes quite simple. It's it's like tree and an er sound. So truer, kahrer, kuiger, shesher. So look, it counting is is it's tricky to master, but once you get it, it's the most logic, most logical, most natural thing in the world. Uh, now there are certain rules that counting has. So let's say we're counting. What are we counting? We, okay, we are counting votes. Let's not count votes because they start with a V and I can't put a Shevu or an Uru on a V. Okay, let's count ballot boxes. Okay, Buska, Buska Baloide. Buska, Kvade Busky. How many boxes? Mm -hmm. One box. Buska a one. Buska one. Easy, we got it, right? I just figured out, Bosco. It's because he doesn't live in a box. That pregnant pause was me wondering, have you actually never got that before? I literally just figured that out now. Like, oh my god, Derek. I, I just haven't been thinking about Bosco very much. 
I mean, oh, come on. I'm a 40-year-old man. I very rarely think about Bosco. How did you not think about it when you were a five-year-old child? It's just, I guess, I mean, like, um, I was probably just, you know, um, I guess, distracted by other things. Like the, like the magic songs, door. The magic door. I was always wondering, what's the deal behind the magic door? You know the way, like, it was always, there were different hosts to Bosco? Like, they were sort of... That's, and one of them was the one of them was the strict nun in Father Ted. One, oh, yeah. One of them grew up to be the strict nun in Father Ted, and then she went on to be in the... In the boi- getting your boiler checked ad with Daniel O'Donnell. Yeah, that's a brilliant ad. That's a fantastic, brilliant yeah. ad. But like when I was a kid, like I was, I was too too young for Bosco the first go round. So I watched the Bosco reruns. Ah, because like they were on like in the afternoon when I got back from play school and the likes. Loved Bosco, but I thought Bosco was the luckiest little child in the world because Bosco had loads of different mammies and daddies, and I was stuck <laughs> with the same boring, ah, oh, same mammy and daddy I had yesterday. Boring. But yeah, you didn't get that. It's inherent. Bosco, from a Bosca. Yeah, well, I get it now. But I, mean, <laughs> I know you get it now. <laughs> <laughs> and I just really haven't thought about Bosco an awful Has, lot since, even though... I'm sorry, did nobody else out there, podcast land, motherfucklers, did you understand? Tweet us. Tweet Let us. us know. Let us know if you figured out that Bosco was not a reference to that... Um, that saint, isn't it Don Bosco? Don Bosco. Oh my God, no. I know the Catholic Church had a nefarious influence on Ireland for most of the 1980s. And <laughs> I, mean, I don't think it was a direct St. John Bosco, wasn't it? I, I think it was, was St. John Bosco. Because there's I, a boxing club in Inchicore named after him. I used to think that uh, Padre Pio was Obi-Wan Kenobi. And the, like, so there, was, there was Padre Pio stickers in every single Fort Cortina in Rathfarnham. <laughs> and I thought that people really love Star Wars. <laughs> And I thought that Mother Teresa and Peg were the same person. Oh my God, cheapers! Wow. You know, Catholicism ran deep, ran deep. It ran really wide. did. It really did. Mother Teresa and Peg are not the same person. One of them caused <laughs> suffering to untold millions, yes. and the other one wrote a book called Peg. <laughs> yes, indeed. Anyway, back back to Bosco. <laughs> so we're counting boxes. <laughs> we're, we're counting boxes, okay. and we got we got as far as Ain 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 Busco one. Okay, Ain Busco one. Or you can actually just say Busco one. Okay, Busco one. Okay, but you want two boxes. Then between two and six, we're going to put a shave on it. Okay. So it's Ga Vuska, Tree Vuska, Kara Vuska, Kuig Vuska, Shay Vuska. Shay for Shavu. That's a way to remember it. Up to Shay for Shavu. Yeah, Doga Shay Shavu. And then Shakade Uru. Now, we've discussed Shavuha and Uruha before. So Shavu is when you put a H on it. Shavu means aspiration. You're letting in some you're letting in some air. So yeah. you put in a Shavu and you soften the consonant. And then Uru is uh lenition, and that means basically blocking the air getting in and you're putting a further further block on it. So uh, the Uru on a and I know you had a mnemonic for this one. You had you had a way to remember what Urus to put on things. I did. I had a mnemonic, and in fairness, I do have to thank our Facebook friends, uh, Memes Oscalga, for this one. Okay. So, how do we remember what Uru to put on what letter? It's loading. It's loading. <laughs> oh, I have it now. Hang on. Okay, so I have a mnemonic pattern for um, remembering where... You have a what? I have, I'm a mnemonic of sorts. A mnemonic. 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 Okay. Mnemonic. <laughs> okay, I have a mnemonic for remembering where the arrows go, and it is, My brother got caught not doing dishes tonight. Nobody gets blueberry pie before he finishes. So that means that on a B, on a brother, on a B you put a... M. M. So what you end up is you take Buska, yep. and you go shocked. Muska. Absolutely. Ding, ding, ding. Schacht Muska. Ocht Muska. Ne Muska. De Muska. 
But if you're talking about cats instead of boxes, it would be shocked got got. So it'd be got got three got karachat right the way up to shechat and then shocked got. And if we were talking about doors, Doris's, then it would be shocked Norris. Shocked Norris. Chuck Norris. Shocked Norris. Not <laughs> Chuck Norris. Shocked Norris. Och Norris, nay Norris, then Norris. And if we were talking about uh, houses, Chuck or Tig. Um, so yeah, Tig. Uh, then you would be talking about shocked Dig or shocked Jack yeah. or, um, you know, Och Chuck. Um, yeah, the. The one thing that you should notice in all of these, no matter what you're talking... Oh, should we go through the rest of the mnemonic? Have yeah, we got we, words we, for the rest go, of them? Let's go, yeah. So the next one is nobody gets. So for if it was G, if it was like a gorilla. Gorilla. Then yeah. there are shocked Norilla. Shocked Norilla. Norilla. Och Norilla, nay Norilla, den Norilla. And nobody gets blueberry pie. So next one is P. So if we were having um, Poshta. Poshta. Uh, that is Och Poshta. Och Poshta. Although, to be honest Poshti. with you, they are people. Yeah. So you could go Ochter Poshta. Okay, so yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It gets Ping, complex. Pingon. Let's go. But yeah, Pyongyang. 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 Ah, I love penguins. Yes. Wasn't Has anybody written the Wikipedia article yet? I have to go and check that. If you, <laughs> if we haven't, if hasn't written, I know because I, I know Claire was chomping at the bit to be writing that one. And yeah. uh, shout love out, penguins. Shout out to Claire, who was on the episode recently, who's doing phenomenal work on it. Cracking episode. Cracking episode. I thought so too. Just brilliant. Dream guest. Ah, oh, class. You had to go all the way to London to get her. Worth it. Uh, worth it. Worth, absolutely worth, worth that sweet, sweet head stuff podcast money it took to send you over there. Absolutely, yeah. And, uh, and business class too. Thanks, <laughs> thanks head stuff. Business class on Ryanair. <laughs> <laughs> That's the, they, they only spit on you for the first half of the flight. Finally. Uh, <laughs> finally before he finishes. So this is if we have F, like Vunyog. Vunyog. Then it is Schacht Vunyog. Shocked Vunyog. Yeah, Ocht Vunyog, Nay Vunyog, De Vunyog. The one thing to bear in mind at all of those is at no stage do you pluralize the noun that you're counting. Now, you do, you often see this in Hiberno English. You yeah. often see this, and it's actually written into our own official Hiberno English in the currency we use. Okay. Because if you were to go out, how much does a bottle of wine cost, a good bottle of wine? That you like to drink. The kind of wine I like to drink? Yeah. Yeah, so we're looking at at least 12. 12? 12 what does it cost? 12, oh, 12 euro. 12 euro, not 12 euros. Ah. 12 euro, because like many European languages, mm. when in the act of counting, mm -hmm. we don't pluralize the word. Yes. So 12 euro, but if I had two one euro coins in my hand, those would be two Two euros. Euros. Two yeah. euros. So the, to that. differentiate that, we don't pluralize the word euro in the act of counting. We never have. Not since 2002? 2000, 2002. 2002. I was working in a chocolatier's when they brought in the euro. I was working in a call center. And it was, <coughs> it was funny because it, it was a British company. And some of the, the, the English colleagues we had, they said it was going to be really, they were, they were looking forward to getting this really good experience in a euro changeover environment so that they'd have it ready for when Britain joined. <laughs> Britain was definitely going to join. Definitely going to join the Euro. Yes. I think Europe should have joined the punt. But anyway. And you. <laughs> but anyway, this so so when we were counting, before when we had our own currency, when we weren't sharing it, we had the punt. Yeah. So it, it was, you know, Rafunt, Trifunt, Carafunt. And then it was um, uh, Schachtbunt, Ochtbunt, Ne Bunt. But it was never Quint. Never pluralized. And you would have heard this, particularly in Dublin's Hiberno-Irish and in certain places around the country, something would have cost you £7.90. 
Yeah. Didn't cost you £7.90. Yeah, absolutely. How much was a pint? It was £3. Those are the days. Those are the days, aren't they? I tell you. I know. My godfather tells stories about when you could get a three pound or three pints for a pound in <laughs> Trinity College when he was in Trinity College when he was playing rugby for Dublin University. You could get three pints for a pound and you'd still have five pence change, and that five pence change would get you a packet of bacon fries. The five pence, <laughs> a packet of bacon fries, and you yeah. still have enough left, left to get the trolley back to the Nickelodeon. Yeah? <laughs> <laughs> could you imagine though, like three, three, um, three pints for a pound? In fairness, so people didn't have as many pounds back then. That's true. That's true. They didn't. But that said, mm. I think it would still represent a better value. I think this und- undubitably. Anyway, we've we have just off, but yeah. So we, we were counting our, our voting boxes. We we're counting our voting boxes. Yeah. So we never say let's pick a number. Let's say there's there's what two hundred and twenty five boxes, right? Yeah. So Gawkeid, Fehkuig, Buska. Gawkeid, Fehkuig, Buska. Buska. Buska, not pluralized. We never pluralize it. Never. Right? Not when we're counting. Not when we're in the counting. We can look over there and say, Scott the more busky. Yeah. Right? A big heap of boxes. Scott the more busky. Scott the more busky. Yeah. Busky boxes. How many? Busky. Schacht muska. Seven box. Highly counterintuitive when you come at it from an English language point of view, but in many modern languages, they don't pluralize in the act of counting. And Irish is just one of those we just never have. It's just not how it's done. What is the connection, Patter, between a decimal point and an American? Uh, yes. So decimal point is a punk, but an American is a punk on. Punk on. And as you know, my favorite number of all the numbers is pi, which is in Irish is pi. It is, yeah, because it's a Greek letter. Yeah. <laughs> but can you give us pi? Yeah, I can give you pi. Off the top of my a head. Scale go. Yes. Off the top of my head. How many oh, how many numbers can you remember to? I can remember uh three punk a hain a kahara do a hook the kuiga shock the hain a kahara do and nay uh It gets a bit hairy after that. It does get a little bit hairy after that, but that's that's uh point to one go fuinte three kahar kuig shay shocked uh nay De, de, pointe. So 10 decimal points. So that's not bad. If you can do better, please do make a sound recording to and send it to us at motherfucklorheadstuff.org. Yeah, and no no cheating. No, no cheating. <laughs> no Googling it. Not be a Google oil. Yeah, so so pi is on, on Iver Drechte, the magic number. It certainly is. Um, because it's involved in um, Kirkel and things. It certainly is. And it's, yeah, it's full of mysteries and... <laughs> It's full of mysteries to me because I can't remember any of my leaving cert trigonometry. <laughs> it was a trigonometry. It was was, yeah, was it used in well, trigonometry or was it, it calculus? It, it did come up and it, it came up in trig a little bit, but um, a lesser extent to calculus. But was calculus was informed by um, trig a lot. So did it just come up in straight maths? Because literally, I, I tuned yeah. out after a, a arithmetic. Shapes. It can open the shapes. In the range. shapes bit. Yeah. How to figure out how much uh, water can go into this cylinder. You needed pi. Yes. Um, oh, God, yeah. Those times. It, pi r squared. Was that the area of a circle? Pi r squared does sound like the area. Of pi r carnaha. I learned it as pi r carnaha. Of course. Because, yeah. But the thing is, I didn't learn enough. I learned all my maths through Irish because I went to a girls' school. But I didn't learn an awful lot of maths because we had a teacher who was far more interested in football trivia. So oh. so if you didn't, if you didn't do your homework or for any reason you were trying to get away with not doing any work in the class, you just have to ask him a particularly que- a tricky football trivia question and he he would ponder that for the whole class and you'd all get away with it. So he's like, where's your homework? Ah, 
first you have to tell me who was the only player to win player of the month and manager of the month in the Premier League. And you're like, oh, that's a good one. Anywho, so <laughs> we've got we've 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 done through first, second, thirds, and we've done through counting and uh, the importance of keeping the your noun in the singular form when you are when you're when, counting. When yes, you are counting. Yeah, so, but now the um. Yeah, we, and it's interesting that you mentioned football there, Patter. Oh, is it? <laughs> there's, there's an interesting, there's an interesting feature that say the, there's an interesting point of grammar that my father was very particular on. He hated, yet he found, and sports journalists used to irritate him when this happened. You would often hear sports journalists would say, "Man United are playing Liverpool." Yeah, yeah. See, I don't, I don't get irritated by that because I think it's a, it's, it's a facet of. Not just Hiberno English, it, it crops up in English English as well. Yes. Now, in American English, they're really, really particular on this. They are really particular on this. They they will, and I suppose it helps that they, they name their teams, their sports teams, yeah. tend to have plural names. Like the Dallas Cowboys. Exactly. Are so what they would playing. say is the Cowboys are playing or Dallas is playing, and they're quite particular to that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, they would go like United are. Uh, United are a team known for their ability to close out the win in the last couple of minutes, and you know, I don't, I don't think there's too much of a problem with that because you are referring to a collection of people. Yes, you know, so if you just substitute the term Man United with those guys, mm-hmm. those guys in red, yeah. then you would use the plural version of the noun. You know, yeah. Toshied, Toshied is for an Eid, Manchester United. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so to, I support St. Pat's. Yes. So when referring to St. Pat's, come on, Achley Nave Porrick, or Pat's, as mm-hmm. they're known, um, you know, we would just say Pat's are a great team. You know, it's, it's, it's for an Eintoch Eid, mm-hmm. um, Nave Porrick. You know, they are a great team. And in Hiberno English, we'd say they are a great team. So I don't mm-hmm. know. I don't know if I'd, 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 I wouldn't get irritated by it now. I guess yeah, there's there's bigger bigger fish to fry. But I guess one of the things in, in that the strict rule is if you want to be very particular, we know that some of our listeners are quite particular. About palatated G's and no, (laughs) and you know, and but (laughs) and Derek welcomes all feedback. You know what? I actually do. (laughs) I I actually do. So I'm always interested to hear from what people think, and especially if you can leave reviews on iTunes, Stitcher, wherever else you get your podcasts. Do let us know how we're doing. But the reason I mentioned the plural nouns is there are some. We have plural nouns of sorts in in Irish, of course, and typically when we're referring to a group of people. One of the, the one people like is lucht. Oh, lucht. Unlucked, yeah, yeah, yeah. It so, sounds a little yeah. bit like luck, which is a mouse. <laughs> no, yeah, but unlucked. So, yeah, lucked it means basically a group of people. That's literally all it means. Uh, and yet it can mean it can mean a tribe, it can mean an ethnicity, it can mean a group of a similar cultural background, or it can mean just a group that happened to share the same location or the same activity. Yeah. So you would have a this podcast, for example, believe it or believe it not, has a lucht eistachta. But yeah, we don't say because there's only one there's only one crowd. Yes. You know, so in the same way we would say the audience is unbelievably gorgeous. That's what we would say. Absolutely. Yeah, we would say in Irish, Yeah. Yeah. That's Irish for righty. You know, when I was in um when I was in secondary school, we tried to come up with an Irish word for ride. Ah. Yeah. Um, and yeah, there was an Irish teacher who got involved in the conversation. You know the way teachers are like, not cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> to, put it, 
<laughs> Except for our, our teachers who listen to this show. These are so cool. Yeah. No, but our teachers, the teachers we had, I mean. Obviously, right. those of us, we're amazingly cool, mm-hmm. us people now. But like when we were kids, teachers weren't cool. So this one teacher, she inserted herself into the conversation and said, you should, you should use the term rougher. For right, it's Rucher A on it's Rucher A Derek. Oh, yeah, no, it didn't quite work because of the connotations of calling someone a bike. Yeah, it's exactly. Like, yeah, there's a big difference between a ride and 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 a bike. It's a significant difference. Huge, and... huge, impugning their moral uh, mm-hmm. stand standing in the community. You know that that was yeah. So that one didn't work. So we never really did because come up with the it is a, it's. It, and again, translating shift, I suppose, as it's been phoneticized as shift, you know, with um, yeah, just the shift oil. Shift, shift oil. But yeah. what is interesting, though, is the past tense of ride. Ride all see, like. Well, road or rid. Oh, in English? Yeah. <laughs> it's much, much more simple in a. Egg yeah. ride all and then vime egg ride all. So, <laughs> in Irish. Yeah, so yeah. <laughs> I rode him or I rid him. Yeah. He rid me sideways. It was another one. <laughs> Good grief. <laughs> but, yes, yeah, so, but getting back to looked. So, look, get back to looked. Away from all that riding. Yeah, so just to remind us, yes, that yeah, while you might have a lot of people who are looked Lanuna fans or on looked Asgar, the people from. Uh, yeah, on looked Asgar, the, 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 the repeal crowd. As opposed to the people who are from um, Thor's um, planet. No, yeah, the big difference between Asgard and Ashgar. Um, without a doubt, yeah. Those people, Lucht Asgard, had no respect for laws anyway, so they didn't need to repeal anything. They were gods. So mm. um, I don't know if they paid any attention to the laws of, of man or state. Possibly not. Um, but definitely not in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. <laughs> so, um, so we're fast approaching the Guinness World Record for most segues into yeah, nonsense. I, I, I think we've, um, that's the thing, it's, 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 no, nobody can tame Padre Ochevonik as a guest. Yeah, Lucht. 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 Uh, Lucht sounds like Lucht, which means fault. So a lot of people are finding fault with this now that we can't stay on topic. Wow. Uh, yeah, so Lucht. Yeah, so we don't, just like you would say, the audience is particularly good looking. You know, mm. you say on Lucht. On Lucht Lanuna, on Lucht Schul, the traveling people, the yeah. travelers, um, capital T. And the, the you know, on, on Lucht Fechna, on Lucht Lanuna, the fans you mentioned there just a moment ago, on Lucht Ashgar, the repeal crowd, um, you know, even all sorts, but it's always on. It's it's because it's a singular crowd. Quite unifying, really. But yeah. you wouldn't say the crowd, would you say the crowd are unruly? Or the crowd is unruly, I'd say. Yeah, I, I would generally say the crowd is unruly. Yeah, or, however, the media are and a lot this this does drive me mad. Is, when is there, is use there a reason for that, or is it just a way that things have happened? Well, no, just media is the plural of medium. Ah, yeah. So um, you know, so what we have in our, in, in Irish is is nmian, nmian. So oh, complaining about the media, nmian, the lying media, nmian. I guess it's a bragadoracht, a bragadoracht. And what's what's unbalanced? Nmian clanta. Klanta. The Mian Klanta, the biased media. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Nocht Vregach. Nocht Vregach. Fake news. Fake news. <laughs> God, it's. Um... Yeah, so, so um, you know, Mian, medium. Yep. So, Trivian through the medium, like Idicus Trivian Nagaga, education through the medium of Irish. Hmm. And then Namian with an I at the end. So, you, 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 um, uh, the, uh, the, the noun to indicate the plural. Nam yain. Nam yain 
the the communications media, the Namian Kraytorukta, the the broadcast media, Namian Nua, the new media, like oh. like podcasts. Hey, hey, yeah. So yeah, so Tan Namian, they are now. It becomes much much easier because like in Irish we say Tá Darach and Shuppa, and we say Tá Darach Agus Shuppa. So in Irish we don't change that Tá. You know, we don't change that verb uh, from, you know, third person singular or third person plural. Chuig darach, chuig darach agus pader. So it's a lot less tricky. You you know. Chuig darach agus pader agus imar agus garagin agus ola agus Doesn't matter how many people, you keep the verb the same way it was. Now, you know, chuig sheed, chuig she, chuig she. It's fairly easy. You get the forum hacha. Um, or the, the sort of the conjoint tense that's very prevalent in Munster Irish. Chuas, uh, I went. You know, chuover, yous went. Mm. Um, but yeah, indicating plurals in Irish, not that difficult, not that tricky. So there you have it, guy. Not that difficult. <laughs> not that difficult. Says the guy who has been reading and studying Irish for the last 31 years of his life. <laughs> and I still don't get it right. So, you know, it doesn't matter if you get it wrong. It really doesn't matter if you get it wrong. So long as you can get the point across and somebody understands that you're talking about, you know, seven people, nine boxes, 43 podcasts, one amazing host, mm-hmm. two books. Two books, yes. Yes. <laughs> Watch the space. <laughs> so, Patter, um, as I said, this this episode is dropping on referendum day. And so if you're listening on Friday, do get out there and vote. And if you're listening on Saturday, um, and hopefully, hopefully you will enjoy watching the results roll in. And... In the meantime, it is a slant from me. And a slant from Catch you next time. Hey gang, it's Patter from today's show. Uh, don't forget, you can rate and review the podcast on iTunes. You can subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. I'm a big fan of Podcast Addict, but it's also on Stitcher and all of the other cool places that cool people go. Um, you can reach out to Derek at motherfucklore at headstuff.org and you can follow the podcast on Facebook and Twitter. Thanks a million to Brian for producing and of course, as always, to the amazing Kirsten Shield for the artwork. Catch you next time. Slánagi. This has been a production of the Headstuff Podcast Network. Why were Triceratopses and Transverse Rexes always fighting? They weren't even in the same country. I don't even think they were in the same era. But you get a children's book of dinosaurs, they're always, yeah, fighting. They always have a, have a Triceratops. Oh, it's because they were so awesome. Yeah. The Triceratops. <laughs> <laughs>